Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Do you want inside information? You will not be able to repeat it to your kids, but you will learn and you will laugh. Door bumper clear is on. Hey, everybody. I am TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And I had the four modified last week. Really? You're modified racing now? I modified race last week. Dude, what's next? Hooters Pro Cup? ASA? (laughs) Anything with wheels. I've got a kid and a wife. Uh, Speaking of kids, uh, Brett Griffin here, spotter for Elliot Sadler. Clint Boyer, I got my little girl Keely with me today. You want to say hey? Hello. (laughs) Anything else you want to say? No. (laughs) (laughs) And our lovely co-host, as always. Hey, guys. It's KB. KB. In the house. Turn down. That's how Elliot says house. So, you know, we say house. He says house. House. Yeah. Well, Sometimes it's hard to tell if he's from sure, Canada or says out. 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 There's a mouse in the house, and it's out. <laughs> out. And the what about water? They don't say ambulance. They say water? ambulance. <laughs> and they don't say butter. They say butter. So, uh, they don't they do say, say water. Butter. They say water. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Brickhouse says wa- water. 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 You want a water with some butter? Ten four tower. That race where it was uh, Will, Wheel, 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 Wheel. it was Wheel, Wheel, uh, Sheriff, and Elliot. I I couldn't understand what the heck was going on. So, the other thing they do that's weird like, if your lights go out at your house, what would you tell people? My lights went out. They say, We don't have any current. And so, the first (laughs) time they say that, I'm like, Current? There's no waves around here. What are you talking about, current? That when I say the power is out, right? The power's out. They say we we don't have any current, (laughs) no current. And I'm like, who says this? You people are. It's like a a 50 mile radius of weirdness up there in the (laughs) southeastern corner of Virginia. You know, out some strange out. 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 Yeah. Well, so we're in the exalted (laughs) studio. (laughs) Yes, bringing it. Thanks to One Main Financial for presenting this show. And in the exalted studio, let me tell you that um, the exaltedracing.com website got a. Fresh coat of paint. <laughs> so head on over there to get all the latest news, photos, and schedule for Dale's number 88 Exalta Chevrolet. Yeah. Uh, so how about that Bristol race that never ended? <clears throat> this T- was fr- T- I was T- there forever. When did you go? What day did you go up? I left my house at 5.30 a.m. Wednesday morning. And when did you get home? 11 p.m. Sunday night. That's a long 
deal. Yeah, it was a really long time. I was out of clothes. I hear Tennessee's so. lovely this time of year. Thankfully, lovely. it's lovely and wet. Yeah. I, so I saw a few interesting things on the way up. We're getting close to Bristol, and we're, you know, 10 minutes from the racetrack, and I'm looking at houses and stuff and riding along, and I see an elliptical machine and a treadmill in the front yard What of did you house. say, olympical? Elliptical. <laughs> an elliptical. Is that how you train for the Olympics, an olympical? Something like that. <laughs> so they're in the front yard of this house. Pick them up. <laughs> no, I think they were actually stationed there for use. That's, that's their gym. Their gym was that their was front their, yard. Uh, yeah, that was like the... Uh, you just put a 10 by 10 up, man, just if Yeah, it's oh, it didn't even have a roof. Oh, I know. That's what I'm These saying. Are, when it rains, that was the, put a 10 by 10 That up. was a Bristol, Tennessee These are person. Josh's people. <laughs> that was their total gym. Yeah. <laughs> you think they charge like five bucks to be able to come over and use their equipment? I mean, I would have... <clears throat> could you imagine driving by and seeing somebody running on a treadmill in their front yard? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would laugh my ass off. <laughs> like, literally. I'd probably wreck. Yeah. So that that started off my weekend, and uh, I thought that was interesting. And it just went up from there? Yeah. Uh, you know, we had a full day of racing on Wednesday, and, and it even got messed up by the rain a little bit with the modified race getting rained out. We ran a little bit. They wrecked a lot. We didn't get to halfway, so we had to run it after the truck race. Um, and then so you Thursday, did the truck race and then the modified? <clears throat> yeah, we started the modified then we had to quit doing the modified because of rain. The truck race was going to go off on time, so they ran the truck race and the modified race after. Yeah. Then we got up Thursday, and we had the lovely Xfinity practices. <laughs> Which were rained one, out. One. One. One Xfinity one. practice. Yeah. One Xfinity practice on Thursday, and then we started our normal weekend on Friday. Which, actually, Friday was okay. Friday was great. Except yeah. qualifying. Hey, go out. Oh, it's still raining. Hey, go out. Oh, it's still raining. Yeah. Hey, yeah. go out. <clears throat> it's still raining. Tracks, uh, tracks green. Nobody goes. Uh, it's, it's pouring rain. Yeah. yeah. It was that dry rain. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was a dry rain. So, yeah, it was. And then, obviously, the cup race. It got bad after. It got really bad starting Saturday. Yeah, we had a big pajama party at Elliott's bus after the really postponed damp pajamas. cup race. Moist. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything was really moist. Brad Little spent the night with us, slept on the floor. He actually slept on a little bitty blow-up mattress that's about the size of this couch. And Brad's a big boy. Yeah, he's not tiny. He was a lot bigger than the bed. Did he wake up in the morning and it had deflated? I I was like, man, why don't you stay with your driver, Casey Kane? He's like, you guys are more fun. I was like, yeah, of course we are. They watched the fight. Did you watch the fight? Uh, Yeah, on the way back to the hotel after the Xfinity race. I mean, I I didn't see the first round because I was still coming in from the Did race. Did you buy the fight? No, I watched it on Periscope uh, illegally because I couldn't <laughs> buy it because I'm not smart enough to figure out how to buy it. I did the same thing. But every round I watched, McGregor was getting his ass kicked, and then all of a sudden he wins the fight. See, I, I, as soon as I fired it up, I saw him knock down the other guy. Is he on mind-altering drugs? He looks like it. Are He's you? He's got crazy eyes. He does. Yeah. How about... So he flipped out during the... What was it? The press conference or whatever? They he started always, throwing that's, like... I'm, that's the is that stage? I know. Come that's on. Stage? They're selling... But he looks crazy in the eyes. That's, he does. His interviews are actually pretty comical. Like the one from the previous fight. I don't know if you've ever watched any of them. He... You know, they're doing... Both of them are on at the same time. Not in the same room, but they're on headsets. And they're... Have you seen this at all? I only see so the Sports Center puts on. They ask you like, all right, both of you give us a, a you know, a mic check, count to ten. <laughs> he's laughing. He's like, oh, Nick, he can only count to five, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> That's and pretty he, good accent. He looks like a skinny Mad Dell Junior. He's, he's, know? yeah, inked up. He, I'm, but when I fired the fight up, I saw him knock down Nate. I feel like Connor's. That a, was first round then, right? Maybe I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I feel like 
Connor had more quality hits yeah. than than what Nate did. But man, Nate never stops. No. He's got he looks his face looks like Rocky yeah. at the end of it sometimes. They're still swinging. And he's so still we'll have going. a third fight. They're going to fight again now, I yeah. think. One's got to win, no one's got to win. You got to have a tiebreaker. Yeah, anybody that, in the UFC hears this, please schedule it during a day race with the Cup Series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Xfinity Series, please. Yes. Please. There's a pretty big audience that watches that yeah. with us. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I would love to, you know, I'll just periscope it again if I got to. But Yeah. You got any driver updates for us, man, official for the 88 yet for this weekend or no? They're going to announce Wednesday. Are they? What the current weekend plan is going to be. Yeah. So That's looking. plenty of notice for you. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Good news is I want to change frequencies in my radio, so that's good. Yeah, you I'll, got that part down. I'll show up and see who says hey on the radio Friday. Yeah. Speaking of this weekend, how about the 8.30 a.m. practice on Saturday again? That, I that love I'm, those practices. I was going to make a good schedule, but I got high. It's like, <laughs> how, who makes these things? I, I don't know. I believe the word is n- n- NASCAR. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Here's know. our struggle. Like, we're going to go race in 90-degree temperatures at 2.30 in the afternoon. It's hard to make anything applicable at a one-groove racetrack where you run 220 miles an hour right around the bottom at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, plus, I'm not awake at 8.30 usually, you know? that's a. Imagine your alarm clock going off at 8, and at 8.30, you're in a race car going 215 miles an hour. Thank God I'm just watching them, you know? You're Wake a, up earlier. Yeah. Yeah, Why? Man. You can't. You, just, you shouldn't get up before 7 unless you pee in the bed. That should be a, an American rule. Well, Period. I mean, you maybe you need to stop having the, the four dude slumber parties and air mattresses <laughs> and stuff in motorhomes. I mean, oh. I don't even want to know anymore. You brought so. up the eight thirty practice. Yeah, well, you brought up What's the slumber that? party what? with a bunch of dudes. What does that eight thirty practice do to you? What? what, what uh, why just, do you? Why do you not like? And it? you don't drink coffee. I don't, don't like drink it. Coffee either. No, I don't drink coffee. I don't like it because we don't. You, you, it's just fast speeds. Everybody's going real fast. Tons of grip. Yeah, I don't like it because it's kind of. That's not the feeling the driver's going to feel when we take the green flag on Sunday. Yeah. He's not going to feel that grip, that cool air, that grip. Um, Michigan's usually pretty cool in the mornings, too. Very so, cool. I mean, it, you know, that's way different than what we're going to race. It's not yeah. like we're going to – at Daytona or Talladega, I would say, you know, whatever. Yeah, who but cares? Michigan, I mean, that's a track that's really temperature sensitive. sensitive. So, yeah, yeah you're yeah. going to just go fast. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm just not a big fan of it when it's – that early in the morning, maybe I don't know. You want to come to Red no. America instead? No, Elkhart Lake. Nope, <laughs> Wisconsin. I hear that's Cheese fun. Curds. I heard it is. That's, a, that's a great party. track. Cheese curds. Bring me back some. I will. Can you like make them where they'll still be good? Sure, I'll keep uh, them in the microwave for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love cheese curds, Keely. You would love cheese curds. You love cheese. They're good. They're like mozzarella sticks. Mm. I have no clue what they are. Yeah, I know. We don't. Mm. We don't. We, it's because we don't live in Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm. I've never been there. And I'm not sure I really ever want to attend that race. I've been I, to the, the SCCA runoffs. <clears throat> I'd love to go there. That was a lot of fun. To 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 like spot? No, I don't really want to spot. I just want to go to the infield and party. Okay, three days. Well, that's different. I don't want to go there to work either. Why? There's no where are you going to stand? You can only see one corner at a time most of the track. That's so. called easy money. You get a helicopter <laughs> yeah. and well, some binoculars. Yeah. That's not easy money. Well, you need like seven spotters, and they're probably just going to split the pay up between all seven. Yeah, I'm not signing up for that part <laughs> of it. Get yourself a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you yeah, spot? Yeah, all the spotters are in a hot Why air balloon. Why don't you spot? Josh, you could I, probably see five corners at one yeah, time. Josh, you actually have to spot this weekend. They haven't told you yet. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's True. one person I can understand on the radio. You actually, uh, you clear. might be spotting too. <laughs> clear. Oh, I'm at near. You all right? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Have you seen the entry list? Any any ringers? I don't think so. Bill Noob? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Why? Not, We're I, watching it. He's an idiot because he makes me mad. <laughs> oh, oh man. All right, Kristen, what do you got? You guys ready to go into spot on, spot off? Hey, so sure. many people have been saying to me lately, that's spot on. I think our show audience has gotten so you big. You've got to trademark it so we can get royalties. It, that they've gotten so big that it's part of their everyday life. Mm. Our colloquial terms? Because it's not people who they like, Brett, that's spot on. I'm you want to know what, You want know something to spot off? What? My damn shoes that I wore Saturday night. Wow. They wet? <laughs> they still soaked right now. Oh, that wait. Good. Wait, guys. Did you see who came to the racetrack? With uh, a T-shirt, yeah, your boy Travis Campbell. Yeah, if you didn't turn him down, does he make the T-shirt? He made the T-shirt. He no, had it. If on. you didn't turn him down, no. Oh. Would it say I went to prom with Kristen? No, it wouldn't have said that. And scored. I'm gonna keep <laughs> and the, scored. I'm gonna keep this rated R. I'm sorry, rated PG, <laughs> rated R, because generally I would go here and this would get fun, but I'm not gonna do it today. I'm gonna let it go. Spot on. Let spot it go. Off. Let it go. Bristol polishing is attempt to bring back old Bristol. <clears throat> spot on, man. Spot on in Michigan. Get your sealer out. Michigan used to be one of the best racetracks on the circuit, and that's one groove. Get your sealer out and put it in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh groove and try to do what Bristol tried to do because it worked wonderfully up until 100 laps to go in the Xfinity race, and it was kind of worn out. Yeah, I spot on, too. They made it at least racy, and you people actually ran the bottom the pass, especially through one and two. The Xfinity so. race was wild. Yeah, they uh, they were all good. Yeah, they were all good. They ran the uh, they ran the bottom line on the truck <clears throat> race pretty much the it entire like, race. It seemed like the bottom was preferred through one and two, but three and four the top could just you, you, it's a little bit wide like wider radius of a corner, so you could roll more speed there, and uh, the top would just roll a little bit a little bit faster there. So spot on for sure. Yeah, spot on. Starting the third groove, Michigan. See you Friday. Spot on, spot off. Kyle Busch wrecks himself in the Xfinity race. TJ, what do you got? Uh, anytime Kyle re- Kyle Busch wrecks himself is spot on to me. <laughs> I'm going to go with spot off, and here's why. Because he Wah. has a resource, Wah. and his resource is called a spotter. And his spotter is telling him he's still outside. He's still outside, and Kyle Busch ignores him and wrecks himself. So, And blames the other guy. And blames the other guy. Had he <clears throat> listened to the voice in his ears, he would not have wrecked. I think he was listening to the voice in his ears, but he just chose not. He knew that was his chance. I think he was trying to force Brad into lifting. Right. Because you know how guys will kind of come up and they'll fake kind of. Yep. They'll, they'll, they'll get a guy to lift. Yep. And, you know, Brad didn't lift. This also happened in 2010 with the same two guys. And Kyle came across Brad's nose and. Kyle then got behind Brad and just spun him out. It happened with Elliot and Kyle years ago in the truck race. Elliot is uh, is, is passing him for the lead, and Kyle does the same thing in the truck race, and then he wrecks Elliot because he wrecked himself. And then Eddie DeHot comes down there, you know, what was that? I'm like, we were outside, asshole. That's what it was. That's what causes wrecks is when people are outside and other people move up in front mm-hmm. of them. You know, so Kyle is just, I don't know, he, he's got that mentality right now of I'm the yeah, guy, I'm the man. I mean, he gets up in front of the whole thing and says, this is the Kyle Busch show. And then Brad Kozlowski said, well, it just got canceled. <laughs> right. I mean, that's kind of what yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, and I don't, I just don't know how you get out of the car at that point and not say, hey, that was my chance of going for the win. I tried. I failed. 
and that's the end of it. Yeah. How do you get out and say, the other guy's a dirty driver? How do you do that? You're a champion. You messed up going for the win. Should I mean, listen to a spotter. Should have. Tony Hirschman. Somebody. Hershey. Listen to somebody. Holla. Spot on, spot off. Harvick and Stewart do the double burnout. Uh, spot on. It's cool. I think, you know, it's cool Tony's doing these things for these places, you know, for his retirement. And uh, I think it's – people like it, man. They were digging it. I thought it was cool that he did it. I thought India was cool, too, that he takes them, takes an extra lap for these people and makes them – he's a very well-respected guy in the racing community. It, it's cool that the drivers are asking him to participate in these things. That That's one part of it. The second part of it is he had an issue early on, and he said after the race, you know, the last 10 laps, I just said, hey, I'm going to take this all in, even though I'm not running well. I'm going to take this all in and just be thankful for how much I love this place. So, great perspective. Spot on, spot off. Visible tattoos on athletes when they compete in their sport. Hmm. I'll go spot off. I'll go spot off. I got I got to go spot <laughs> no on. No explanation. I got to go spot on, man. I love tattoos. If I was a professional athlete, I'd be inked up. No regrets. Chris, Kristen, what do you think? You got tattoos. <laughs> I, I think they're fine as long as they're not like what not racist like what? or something that would you know yeah. your sponsors. Well, there's no room for that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love tattoos. I love people who show their let their freak flag fly. So I mean, if you look at the Olympics, I mean, there's guys swimming with tattoos on. We didn't used to have that. You know, mm-hmm. our sport's still pretty reserved. Have you got a wedgie? <laughs> Charlie Horse. You let, why'd, you, why'd you tug on your butt? She's letting her... I don't have anything to do Hey, man. My pants were falling her, down. Her freak yeah. flag's flying. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Cool. I got a Charlie Horse on my leg. And that is how do you, did like. you Charlie Horse yourself? <laughs> Who Charlie Horse you? Patrick okay. Swayze? I mean, ghosts? <laughs> 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 sorry. Yeah, no, I'm all for visible tattoos and invisible tattoos. What's invisible? <laughs> you can get white ink. Yeah, you can get it so it what? only shows up on black. That looks like yeah. you got branded, though. It does. Like, I'll agree with that. But some people do it so they can have tattoos, but Nothing. their employer won't or their parents don't like them. That should no no tattoo should be only visible in black light. That's Is well, that it's weird? visible. It looks like you've been branded, though. It's it like looks it's, like a scar. It looks like a scar, yeah. but in black light, it's bling. Right. Yeah, but. At what point? Like, when's the last time you were in blacklight? Like, at a blacklight phone up party? Uh, yeah. Friday night yeah. at Electric Cowboy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was probably going to say Friday night, Saturday night. Let, when let, when let, wasn't let, I? Do the electric slide. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Any place that still plays that should be closed down immediately. <laughs> Any place. That's that, a place you can still smoke in the bar. <laughs> yes, I know. All right, we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Hey, Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime anywhere all right guys we're heading into fast lane if you don't know what that is i'm going to give tj and brett a topic to debate and we're going to alternate who responds first they each get 30 seconds and then whoever responded first gets a 30 second rebuttal four of the topics will be racing and one will be an off-the-wall non-racing topic probably suck tj you are up first (laughs) and i'm sure these topics i don't know why you set this timer up you just let him keep going you never (laughs) ding him I'm always done on like 15. Oh gosh, you guys are. I've heard that. I've heard that about you before. But, 
TJ, you're up first. Never lost a race yet. <laughs> ben Kennedy took home the checkered flag at the Bristol truck race. Ben is the son of Lisa France Kennedy and the grandson of Bill Jr. Is it a big deal that Ben got a win? Ben got a win. Uh, I don't think it's, you know, I think Ben's just an up-and-coming driver, and I think it's a good story for just an up-and-coming driver, no matter what his name is. So uh, congrats to him and his team. He seems to find a home there a little bit. Things worked out just right for him, so it's pretty cool to see him win. I think the legacy of the France family is now a big deal because this is Bill France Sr.'s great-great-grandson, Bill France Jr.'s grandson, Lisa Kennedy's son. I mean, she's the president of ISC. So this is just another feather in the (laughs) – I can't talk. (laughs) That's not even a word, is it? We were supposed to meet at the Blue Parrot. Are you drunk? No. It's another feather in the France legacy hat. I love it. Yeah, you know, Ben, everyone – you know, a lot of people don't know the story behind Ben either. There's a lot that don't put to that don't know that. So, uh, you know, just good for Ben for building his name up and and uh, and being successful. So he owns a lot of cars too. Yeah. He owns a handful of race teams. So Ben's yeah. uh, obviously a businessman too. How old is he? Graduated from Florida, yeah. I think. Right? I, I think he's in his low twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that what, young. What I think mid twenties. What kind of cars does he have? Late model uh, stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Kyle Busch was obviously frustrated on Sunday when he got hit by the 46. He said, biggest moron out there is the spotter of the 46 and the driver of the 46. Was this the fault of the driver or spotter, or do wrecks at Bristol happen so fast you have to make a decision on where to go and hope for the best? Brett. Wrecks happen everywhere fast. Bristol, they seem and tend to happen even faster. When you're able to go back and dissect the radio communication that the driver was given then you can start making these assumptions immediately after a wreck i don't know that kyle had that kind of intel i think he was just being typical kyle yeah you know how to fix this problem right how don't wreck yeah if you don't wreck you don't get hit true so fix your problem and then you won't get hit yeah ding yeah <laughs> i'm a tj i, I don't just, even have anything I else. Just I, drop, don't, I don't have to rebut nothing i just dropped the mic yeah it's the tj show Yep. <laughs> Ty Dillon took the lead in the Xfinity race with 10 laps remaining. Winning would guarantee a spot in the chase. Ty ended up his Bristol night with a DNF. What were your thoughts on what he did wrong? TJ. Uh, you know, I was a little disappointed in it. You know, he, he took advantage of two guys racing real hard and made a great move. You know, the door opened for him, and he took advantage of it and got out front. And, uh, you know, Ty's been racing long enough. I thought, you know, I, I really expected him to get the lead and be hard to get back around him. I didn't think Ty – I thought it was a – a really rookie-ish mistake that he made doing that. So I was kind of disappointed in it. How many seconds was that? 24. Okay. Yeah, guess up. You're like 50 on everyone so far. Ty, Ty Dillon takes the lead, as <clears> TJ <throat> said. All he has to do is run 10 clean laps up against the wall. By now, the bottom groove is already gone. The very first lap after he took the lead, he brushed the wall. The next corner, he brushed it again. The next corner, he pile-drived it. Get out of your mirror, hit your mark, stop choking you in the race. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, Ty, how many years is he? This is his second full year as Finney, right? Second or third. And he's got two in the trucks probably as well, maybe? Yep. Uh, you know, so Ty, you know, this 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 shouldn't happen. Yeah, his, you know, if this was his first year, maybe, Suarez, somebody like that, just giving their first full year in it, somebody like that, yeah, but come on, Ty. Rain was the major issue at Bristol all weekend long. It rained all five days that NASCAR was in town. At what point do you think it is too late to try and get the race in for the fans? Brett. I wanted to keep trying Saturday night because I felt like we had a great crowd there. 
I felt like it was a big enough race to keep the TV audience going. I just wonder if there was something that we didn't know. Like, it was okay if the race had already started and we're able to have that noise crap going on late i just wonder if we if we didn't have it started by midnight if something was going to come into effect to make us have to stop yeah you know it'd almost be nice to know when you go to these tracks if there's a race what time you had to be started by what time the track has to be you know what time the race needs to be started by or if it's still raining at this point there's no sense in trying I wish we would go into the weekend with a schedule more like that because we sit there a lot and wait and wait for any word at all. So it'd be nice to know. You know, I know they'll probably never do that because that's going to mess up traffic, sales, you know, sales, concessions, TVs. stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, to TJ's point, I mean, we have to be able to get traffic outbound before we can do anything about it. So, you know, while we're still trying to get people in, we certainly can't be giving people the reason to leave. But I'm, I want to stay there and race if it's at all possible depending on what the radar looks like if the radar looks terrible to tj's point call it early mm-hmm. like there's no reason yeah. to stick around there all night and some tracks i mean depending on where you are have noise ordinance um that you know they can't run past well, well, at bristol time at like, bristol, i'm not saying bristol is well, at bristol though i think i think there may have been something in place where we could have run but i don't think we could start after a certain time like after midnight fire it up and wake all the neighbors up you know and i think this these noise ordinance things now are kind of built that way you know like had we been already running yeah. before midnight i think we're fine but i don't think we can fire up at two in the morning you know i was ready to be there until however late it took i just wanted sunday off yeah, me too happen. i was gonna get home at seven in the morning and still be happy yeah radar was crazy though Sucked. yeah Ryan Lochte has been in the news here recently and not for his swimming in Rio. The ever-changing story was released saying he was robbed at gunpoint and then it turned into he and some others vandalizing a gas station when they were drunk and then being indicted by authorities. In your opinion, what should Lochte's punishment be for his actions in Rio? And by who? Um, You know, I think there's still some parts coming out now, isn't there? He's like on his like an apology tour right now. Yeah, but wise. then now there's some there's some sketchiness with the police down there too. I thought still I thought there was still maybe there was a gun pool. Here, here's what we here's what we know. We know that he won a gold medal. Mm-hmm. We know that he went to celebrate. We know it was late. Mm-hmm. We know he was intoxicated. We know friends. we know that they did something in a bathroom that they shouldn't have done. We'll call it vandalism, although we're, we don't know that for sure. We know that someone came in with a gun and that someone said, give me money to fix this problem that you've created. And then we know that he went out and made it sound a whole lot worse than what it actually was. Yeah, he did. So, mm. but they're saying that's they, what we know. But they were saying they didn't use a gun. Well, it's hard to tell from all of the videotapes yeah. that they I mean, released. What's too? the difference between him lying and them lying? You know what right. I mean? If they're lying about it then what makes them any better than him? I don't understand why it's been on the news for eight days. Well, that's because we had talked about some. It's Ryan Lochte, man. He's a big deal. Are Olympic stories so boring that that's what they have to talk about? I mean, Uh, I hate it for all the other athletes because their games are being overshadowed. Like, if I'm another athlete, I'm kind of mad at this guy just for this whole debacle. But the media let this happen. But what was the question? What what should the punishments be? Punishments Mm -hmm. should be, I don't know, maybe not allowed to ever – participate in the next Olympics if he wants to. That'd yep. be an eight-year punishment. Yeah. Ban it, yeah, ban him from the U.S. team. I got to yeah. say his punishments are going to be self-inflicted because yeah. I had an idiot on Twitter, and I hate to call a guy an idiot, but I had someone <laughs> on Twitter that said he gets paid a lot of money um, 
to to be an Olympic athlete. No, he gets paid a lot of money by endorsements mm-hmm. that personally endorse Ryan Lochte. These guys, I think, win twenty five thousand dollars for a gold medal. But then it gets taxed fifteen way back in fifteen for States. silver, you know, five for bronze or whatever that number is. So this guy theoretically went to Rio and spent a lot of four years of his life to win twenty five grand. Well, his real money comes from endorsements. Mm-hmm. That's going to be self-inflicted. Those companies are going to decide, we align with this guy's brand, which is somewhat of an embellished liar, or we don't because, you know, we will keep this deal because he's a great swimmer. You know, I don't, I don't know. I think he, I think it's self-inflicted. So it sounds like Usain Bolt had a heck of a payday. Bolt got paid. <laughs> yeah, Bolt got paid. Until he just got caught cheating on his girlfriend of two years. Was that real? On Snapchat. I saw I saw a link to that, but I didn't. There were all these pictures it. posted. I don't know if it was him or the girl. What the girl that? said she didn't want anything to do with it, but he's had a he's just got engaged or is getting engaged. But all these pictures came out the night after he won, of him and a lady friend. I feel will. like there's a lot more that happens there between all the athletes and stuff than what we know. Of oh, course, yeah. there you is. Think they, we need to send somebody right, down nice. there to Olympic get involved. Village. In a reporter, <laughs> an we investigative need, reporter. We need like a PI down there. I'll go. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she'll she'll be involved in it. Yeah, she'll be all in the middle of that long distance yes. biking yeah. stuff. Steel Johnson. Steel Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I need a you DNA sample. I need a DNA sample steel. for you. We got to test you for doping. Kristen, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm going to go out steel. Yeah. Good Lord. All right. What do we got? We are at the hashtag AskDBC portion of the day. I'm not even going to say we chose the best or funniest because maybe they're probably not. At Jaystein234 asks, last week you talked about bed bugs. What is the worst hotel experience you've had? I can't answer this. Why? Well, now you I have to. I don't <laughs> want to offend anyone at the company. Oh. Well, yeah. it could be with uh, NASCAR. NASCAR, that's with, true. With NASCAR. Could have been before. You don't have to say who it was with, just what happened. I don't really have a bad story. You liar. You are I did. Lying. There is a hotel, motel, that... Hotel, Keely, Keely, motel, day in. Listen, this is how not to act. She's lying right now. No, you had to go down to the lobby to get a ironing board and iron. They didn't put them in the rooms. Okay. And the ironing board Terrible was just story. dirt and blood. Oh, blood. dirt and blonde. So blood. I was with the uh, World of Outlaws. I came back from a race, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I walked into my hotel room, and there was like three inches of standing water across <laughs> the entire floor. Uh, and I correct. was pissed. Was your, was your luggage on the floor? <laughs> no, thank God. It was in the back of my car. But, that, I mean, nothing what, what flooded? water. The um, floor above me. The guy, oh. like, left his sink on. And it filled up, and it <laughs> fell it through. What wheel was it? Wow. <laughs> wheel? Uh, what wheel? One wheel? wheel? One wheel? Wow. I will say uh, last this last year in Daytona for the 24-hour race, we we told the owner that we didn't care where we stayed um, because we just wanted a place to go and sleep that was close to the track. And it was rough. I, I, yeah, I, I, we're talking board a lot. We get, get a sleeping bag, you sleep in a sleeping bag, <laughs> on top of a sheet on top of a bed. It was pretty bad. Yeah, I will, won't take that option again. It's the joy and adventure of traveling. It is. I mean, you know, there's – I can't think of any really, really bad experiences I've had other than that one. That one was pretty um, – I did rent a 
run a room one time in the middle of the night at Daytona <laughs> after I was shady. <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> it was shady. It was uh, before I was working in racing. Me and my friend were down there for Speed Weeks. Uh-huh. Um, Shark Lounge. Yeah, sounds, I might have been there early. Sounds like a shoe show. I might have been. The, it might have been started out there, but we yeah. couldn't find a hotel room, and there was these little pool tabs with a number on it for a bedroom in <laughs> a house. And now I don't. I thought I told you we got. So we got these bunk beds in this house. There's a there's a quadruple paraplegic on the front porch. Yeah. There's a big old parrot inside that never shut up. Wow. And then we go upstairs. And How I, did you find this house? It was on a pool tab. And then we called the number like, yeah, we got a room. But Come where, on. what establishment the were you sh- at where the it was, shark came It was a, just a shady house in Daytona Beach. And we yeah, went, but where was the pool tab, like, advertisement? Outside of one of them motels, like them really <laughs> shady looking motels. Yeah. Um, so we, I hop in the top bunk. And I basically almost fall through it because it doesn't have any wooden supports underneath it. So I, it's like bowed down. And my buddy's under it. He's like, whoa, he's got his foot up holding me up. Yeah, it was a... That's a disaster. It was pretty scary. That's amazing. I, I never slept a wink that night because I was afraid someone was going to come in that room and rob us or who knows. I don't know. I woke up one time in college, walked around the house, hoping I'd recognize somebody in the pictures because I didn't know where I was. <laughs> Well, not a bad hotel. You want a bad hotel story, just stay anywhere in Martinsville. There you go. <laughs> hey, speaking of pictures, you know what? Someone, uh, Somebody on the roof carries around little, like, um, sticker, like a little graduation picture of, like, a or like a fifth, like a, like a guy in, like, 11th grade or something, and he puts it on random people's refrigerators when he visits them when they're not looking. <laughs> so people, be, they'll come over and be like, hey, who's this? And they're like, what? And that guy's on the refrigerator. Yeah. And they'll That's ask. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, is this really whatever. Mike Davis? Does, yeah. Does, Don't answer it. It's too late. Hey. We're recording right now. That's TJ. That's not me. Oh, well. Uh, you're you're on the show, actually, through speakerphone. Tell Brett to come up here as soon as he's done. Okay. Brett, I'm, you're in trouble. you got to go to my next <laughs> office. I'm being called to the carpet. Yep. All right. I'll tell him. He heard you done it now all right mike davis sucks <laughs> does nascar right. have any approval or vetting process for the spotters or is it a driver team decision it is a driver team decision yeah. uh depending on i would say 85 percent of us are driver decisions the other 15 are team decisions and there is not a vetting process we have talked about approaching them for that but i think it's almost a liability nascar doesn't want to touch uh, because we don't want idiots up there you know, and unfortunately, there still are some. They can pull yeah. your hard card, though, right? I'm not even yeah. sure how you would weed out. How about a simple Q&A, 15? Like, give me 15 know, minutes, and I can decide if they deserve to I would actually there. need to hear the guy first, too. Like, I would have to hear, you know, I would have to hear when his car is out of line. They're telling him where to go, and that car is just not moving. We can easily put video on a TV and say, hey, man, you're going to spot. We're going to observe. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let me, Bob Jeffrey, some of the guys have been up there 20 years, figure out if you got it or not. Because we got some hey, – here's the thing. Like, when you see a wreck happen, like what happened with a 46 Cup car this weekend, and you are a spotter, you go, oh, a wreck shouldn't necessarily happen that late after the initial car wrecks, after the first car yeah. wrecks. And you, then the second thing you say is, I wonder how soon the driver knew. The third thing you say is, I wonder what he was told. And the fourth thing you say is, was the driver listening? And then what, the, there's all these things, but there are certain wrecks that literally, as spotters, we stand up there and go, oh, man, I hope that wasn't one of our guys, 
you know, because it can be. Yeah. Because if you get the right information at the right time, you don't make the wrong decision. Well, I don't know. know Bristol, though, you can't. Bristol's different. Bristol is actually a little bit different than the rest. It just happens so fast but that's, there. That's a good question because there are, yeah. it could happen this weekend in Michigan and it could be 17 seconds later and somebody gets wrecked again. Yeah. And, and that's where we're asking ourselves. There's definitely blatant looking ones that you're like, does that guy not? Or sometimes it's not the spotter either. No. Sometimes no. that driver just does what he wants and you know and then there's sometimes there are drivers like that too so i've keyed up before after the wreck yeah which we got in (laughs) and said is my radio working could you hear what i was saying because it damn sure didn't look like it you know so but again the vetting process would be nice but it's not gonna happen hopefully hopefully when i went through that interview with you it wouldn't have been a replay of the time we got upside down at daytona because i told Junior to hold the brake I would have failed then. Yeah, yeah. I've been out. Hold the brake. Oh, the break. Oh, he's upside down. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Stay buckled in. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably a good idea, too. Hold the brake. At S. Heath 88 asks, what do y'all do during a long rain delay? Oh. Same thing you do during a long rain delay. Sit around and eat. Eat, eat ice cream. <laughs> cookies. Everyone's in the hauler eating yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, Bristol, by the way, we got to thank Bristol for letting us use that. And they have a, a suite on the very end up there, and they open it up for us to stay in. Um because we literally have nowhere to go half the time at these tracks, and Bristol had the end suite open to let us utilize it. We could plug our radios in, charge stuff, get out of the rain, because you run right off the roof, and a couple of times it started raining fast, and we're still on the roof trying to get our guy to pit road, and that they basically let us go in the first one there. It worked out great, so thanks, Bristol, for doing that for yeah, us. Yeah, very accommodating. Thank you, and if you guys didn't know you did that, uh, never mind. We all yeah. stayed outside in the rain the whole time. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's just what we do. Absolutely. Uh, SVT Cobra John asked, does NASCAR listen to team? Can they hear both channels? Do you have a direct channel to talk with them? <laughs> do they listen to us? Yes. Yes. Can they hear both channels? Yes. Do they record what we say? Yes. Do we have a channel we can talk to them? No. We have an official on the roof that we can go tell the message we want conveyed to the tower. Yeah, but he'll he'll sugarcoat it. He'll sugarcoat it. Yeah. Thank God he sure. Yeah, I need sugarcoating. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, I, my favorite one on the roof is John Sacco. Yeah, oh, he's I love Sacco. He's the most Sacco. serious. Yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's the most serious, and I think he's probably the one. He's been around a lot longer than the other officials, so you, res, you know, not he has a higher respect. Tom. Him and Jason Brownlow are my two favorites. Yeah. Sacco being the first, just because he's got a great sense of humor. He does have a good sense yeah, of humor. Yeah, because if I go down to him and I'm really upset about something, the next day after we've all calmed down, he'll make fun of me for 20 minutes. You know, I love. Yeah. Him big college football yeah, fan. I mean too. if it's a serious thing, he'll you know, he'll he's pretty good at handling it too, so. Yeah. Yeah. I like Saka. Yeah. At improv Q asks, what's the grossest thing you've ever seen at a racetrack? <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, go ahead. It's so long. Josh, what you got? You've been outlaw racing. That's got to be <laughs> nice. That's grassroots. Um, yeah. That's trailer park. <laughs> I lived in a trailer, I can say that. Josh Probably the, the tire guy at Talladega on Talladega Boulevard. Josh, you wrote this question down. Surely something crossed your mind as the grossest thing you've seen. I try to block my world of outlaw no, days out. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be from there. I know you, you've got something. This is your chance to shine. Oh, man, my chance to shine. This is it. What's the grossest I would, thing I would you've say probably like the one of the grossest things, <clears throat> and it, it's something that happens usually every weekend, and it's not just one weekend. But you get that one guy there, well, multiple guys really, that are just completely should never not have a shirt on. 
and have like really really hairy backs yeah and like sweaty TJ. yeah My back's sweaty not and usually wearing like a fanny pack with some cargo shorts. <laughs> Just yeah, grossest thing I've ever seen. I actually saw a guy. But that's a race fan. Love uh, I, I saw a guy fall off of a golf cart that was sitting still. He was on the golf cart by himself on the passenger side. Another spotter was with me as my witness. And we were at Texas. And the golf cart was sitting still. And he was somewhat inebriated. And he proceeded to fall head first off the golf cart and land head first on the asphalt. And I didn't think he made it. I mean, blood is pouring everywhere. We're all running, trying to find help and ambulances. Ambulance. Ambulance. And uh, fortunately, the guy was fine. I guess that's saying of if you're drunk enough, it won't hurt. And his Until girlfriend, her girlfriend comes up, and I'm like, look, this guy fell. He fell really hard. And she says, what an idiot. I'm not surprised. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, he's bad. She's like, I know he's an idiot. And I'm like, typical <laughs> woman. No <laughs> empathy. Just screw you guys. You're an idiot. That's the grossest thing I've seen. I, I don't do well with that. Uh, the grossest thing I've I'll go with the second grossest thing since, <laughs> since she's here. Um, I think uh, I think if you stroll down Talladega Boulevard, mm. y- you'll see three or four things that might be in your top ten pretty easily. Think they're listening to two live crew? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they are listening to oh. everything on Talladega Boulevard. But you know, there's definitely definitely that guy that that wears that tire around himself oh, yeah. the with the suspenders guy. or whatever. Um, Not okay. Yeah, that just doesn't really. Doesn't do that it for makes you. me. What's he yeah. trying to do? Is that how he's like know. mating call to try and get women, or is he just doing it? Do for you the think he has a factor? speedo on underneath the tire? No, or? I don't. Is that? Do you know that for fact? No, but I <laughs> don't think he does. I don't either. I mean, it is Talladega, so um, I'm sure the grossest thing that could probably happen at the racetrack is probably getting. A porta john pushed over with you. I was going to say I saw someone get locked into a porta john, and that alone made yeah. me sick to my stomach. I may have ran into one with a car with a buddy in it one time. <laughs> I did that to you? Keith Barnwell at Sonoma, and he did not think it was funny. Yeah, ah. oh, you remember? Horrible. You remember Clayton, right? Clayton. Yeah, yeah. I did it to him at Chicago. He ran in this porta john, and I backed up in the car, and I actually sped up and I hit it, and then I kept the bumper of the car in the door so he couldn't get out. Yeah. I, I will it was say, funny. Uh, I got video actually of it. <laughs> something that happened to me uh, while I was in a Porta John, somebody and I don't know who it was, came up, <laughs> and you know how they have the tube that goes out of the top. Yeah. They threw a freaking smoke bomb in there, <laughs> <laughs> landed in there, and I mean, <laughs> Dang. it was the worst That's experience. That's had to be a big Porta. What if they locked no, you it in was, too? It was the. Um, it was the one that's in the D.O. lot of Charlotte Motor Speedway. So it was one of the... Just waiting for did Elliot you not just come, Did you not just come busting out looking was it for Elliot? somebody? Yeah, I came busting out, but I was, I mean... Who, did you not come out looking for somebody? No, they had all scattered. It was Wheel. Wheel? <laughs> no, this, I, this was a couple years ago. We need to get Wheel on the show. <laughs> I'm great. not going to lie. We need to follow Josh and do this to him and then video it. Yeah. That's a great JRM360. That is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll do it now. I know who it was. It so. doesn't matter because we're going to video. You're still going to want out. Oh. oh, my God. Oh, where are we at? All right, so who won this week? Who do you TJ. think? TJ yeah. won. So we Continue need some Michigan predictions. He's won four in a row. Should we yeah. Just, I mean, should we cut to another Brett, break you, while TJ takes his time? I should let Keeley pick mine. I just need I'm to doing. let, let Brett, Brett you, pick. I mean, you basically had it locked. 
there for a little bit. Dude, that's, you can't ever have it locked. I had a couple of them well, locked. Well, like a couple more wins, and he would have had it locked. I, I felt like it was just getting boring. I need to let him back in it. So uh, I'm uh, I'm going to do a rookie this week. Oh. I'm going to go with Sweet. Um, one of the rookies. I wish I'd have went with a rookie last week, which he wouldn't have beat Stenhouse anyway. I'm going to go out on a limb and pick Ryan Blaney for this hmm. weekend. That's a pretty good little pick so right you there. you normally give them a middle name? Well, yeah. Young Ryan Blaney. But I put so much thought into who I was going to pick, I didn't have time <laughs> mentally to come up with nothing. Because the whole time y'all were talking that whole last segment, I was studying. I was like, pick. Oh, you put a lot of thought into Ricky Stinky Stenhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I called yeah, it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Stinky? <laughs> called him something like that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with uh, – where's my list? Okay. I'm going to go with – He's pulling up statistics over ra- here. Racing he's got, reference. He's, 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 getting, he's getting analytical. Fantasy NASCAR. Yes. I'll take Ty De- or, uh, Austin Dillon. Mm. Austin Dillon. I think we have a new record. What's the record? You not taking six hours to pick your driver. That I think that's, this is also the third show you've made in a row, too. That's also a record. Austin <laughs> Dillon. We got a we got a gluten girl over here has something to say. We got a match. <laughs> a awesome. match. TJ's got to get out of here. He's got a lot of stuff going yeah. on. We can rant for a minute. Can? Yeah. What we'll do you want to rant about? I just I had something to rant about, but then I forgot. But yeah. then I then I you were so mad you forgot. But about then it. I text yourself, man. That's what I need to start doing. Yeah. I was gonna rant with you, but I got high. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to call drinking getting high. Like, so I'm in college. <laughs> are you serious? And she's like, Red, are you high? I'm like, Mom, I've never done drugs in my life. Well, you look high. And I'm like, I'm Jeez. not high. And then you say something later about drinking. I knew you were high. And I'm like, that's not high. That's drinking, mother. Mother. Now, well, I grew up. That's high, too. I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll tell you. So you stayed at the track Saturday night. Yes. So we went past the racetrack when we were, when we got there Saturday, and we parked on the right. So leaving, we would have got right on the road and drove out of there. Yep. We went past the racetrack, yep. turned right, and went immediate left down this hill. And yep. they're like, okay, they're going to open up the gate on the other side, and you're going to be able to drive right up the hill and get out. Yep. Well, that was pre-mud hole. Mm. Oh, no. So we get down there, and it's me, Eddie DeHaunt, and Kevin Hamlin, and we're already backed up on a hill a little bit. So we go to pull out. Eddie releases the parking brake. We go to pull out, and the thing just goes into a four-wheel slide, and we almost hit the next car parked up there. Are you serious? So we get stopped. We're all like, okay, (laughs) what do we do now? And me, and I look over at the dash, and it says, your uh, hood's open. So he pops the hood. He's he's got a new car, and um, he pops the hood instead of releasing the parking brake. So he kind of punched the gas, and it drove out, and then it locked him up when he lifted. So I get out in the mud and shut the hood, and we have to literally – I feel like we were racing in Ohio. We were looking for grass, like higher grass to drive in because it was – I didn't think we were getting out. What kind of vehicle was it? Uh, Like a terrain. We were not getting out. I was dead sure. I mean, I'm looking at me and Kevin are looking at each other like, dude, we're pushing this thing. I mean, that's just it. I'm sitting there looking. My shoes are already muddy. I'm like, we're going to be a foot deep in mud pushing this two wheel drive car up a hill. And you, and it still wasn't going to work. I hate to tell you. Well, luckily we got front to the wheel hill. or rear wheel. Front, front. Maybe. But luckily we got to the hill, and the hill actually was like gravelly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did not think we were getting out of that field. That was a miserable time. Wow. That was a bad deal. Yeah. And there were people 
sliding across the field driving like without right and they were panicking you ever drive in snow yeah. yeah oh yeah so it's like driving you know how when you when you when you lock the brakes down you're that's the worst thing you mm-hmm. can do is lock the brakes down because then people were driving like that yeah i mean it was it was pretty uh interesting there was there's some videos i'm sure of some of the parking lot stuff but it uh. was it was a madhouse out there and there was of course highly intoxicated people that thought it would be fun to slide down the hill right Heck behind yeah. us. I mean, they were having a good time with it. But You're dang right. I mean. My people. Josh's the, people. Those are Josh's people. Yeah. yeah. By the way, thanks uh, thanks to your sister for the hospitality this weekend. You're she welcome. took very good care of me and uh, Kevin Hamlin. I feel like there's some kind of bond forming here. <laughs> this is the third or fourth time you brought up his sister and taking care of you. This is the third or fourth time she's asked me for your number, too. Oh, this is getting weird. Yeah. Which what? means she loses it every time. <laughs> <laughs> Still comes back. <laughs> just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. You want to? So, are you going to Tennessee for Thanksgiving? No. Oh, I was going to ask you want to ride together. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks to Exalta and them for letting us hang out when it rained a little bit there, and and Josh's sister and the good people there. So. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thank, thanks to One Main for sponsoring the podcast. Holla. Yeah. And being good guests every week. Thank you. You're I great. guess we will be back after uh, Michigan. Yes. You want to say bye, Keely? Hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. So yeah. You're a natural. She is natural. <laughs> next time Kristen makes bad life choices, you can co-host. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See you next week. <laughs> At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Hey everyone, this is Justin Allgaier, host of Junior Motorsports Upfront. Tune in to Dirty Mo Radio every Thursday as Jonathan Davis and I talk about everything junior motorsports, welcome guests, and more. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 